What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, Regina is the focus of another canola crushing plant to be built by Federated Co-ops and AGT Foods of Regina. Federated Co-op CEO Scott Banda says the facility will be adjacent to a new biodiesel plant using crushed canola. We have comments from FCL. AGT Foods, Premier Scott Moe, and Regina Mayor Sandra Masters. Real Agriculture talks with Farm Credit Canada's Chief Economist, J.P. Gervais. We also have the latest rundown on grain prices with Alan Johnson of Johnson's Grain. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. A third multi-million dollar canola crushing plant has been announced for Regina. Federated Co-ops has announced a $2 billion integrated agriculture complex north of the co-op refinery. The complex will include a renewable biodiesel facility from crushed canola a $360 million canola crushing plant. A joint venture with AGT Foods is part of the project. Federated Co-op CEO Scott Banda says the new complex represents another step in FCL's strategy to adapt to challenges of the low-carbon economy. And it will ensure that we are producing the transportation fuels to meet consumers' needs while creating jobs, economic prosperity, and value-added agricultural production for the benefit of the over 600 communities that co-op serves across Western Canada. This new complex contains two components, a renewable diesel fuel plant and a canola crushing facility. You may recall in November of last year, we announced our intention to construct a renewable diesel plant. Today, we announce that we are taking it one step further. As we know, there are many synergies between the production of renewable transportation fuel and agriculture. 
and we believe our cooperative retailing system is well positioned to integrate and capture the full agricultural value chain in the production of fuel and value-added products. We look forward to providing producers with another marketing opportunity for their canola crops and expanding our relationship to more fully support the agriculture sector from seed to fuel tank or a tank or as a farm to fuel strategy. As stated earlier, I'm extremely proud to be joined by Murad Al-Khatib to announce a joint venture partnership that will see FCL and AGT Foods construct a 1.1 million metric ton canola crushing facility at an estimated investment of $360 million. This facility will provide approximately 50% of the feedstock required for the 15,000 barrel per day renewable diesel plant. And together, these two new plants will form the two main pillars of the integrated agriculture complex. Murad and his team at AGT are the perfect partners for this venue for a number, venture for a number of reasons. AGT has become a fixture within the Saskatchewan agricultural landscape and their expertise in grain procurement and global grain distribution is of critical importance to the success of our joint venture. Additionally, their knowledge and passion for the plant protein sector and their innovative approach to value-added opportunities for canola meal make them an ideal partner. And that's an important part of this project is what will we do with the canola meal? Most importantly though, both of our organizations believe wholeheartedly in ensuring we maximize the potential of value-added opportunities to the benefit of Western Canada, our home. Banda was asked about competition from other canola crushing facilities announced for Regina by Cargill and Viterra. Uh, we are building a renewable diesel plant that will be 15,000 barrels a day. Uh, that's our design. The crush plant that we announced today with AGT is about half. So it's only half of our requirement. So we're very comfortable in terms of having the right partner here to supply half the production. There's other great projects that have been announced in the industry, and uh, we will need to source another half uh, of our, our feedstock. So there, there's a, a connection here um, that I think uh, works together for everybody. Scott Banda is the CEO of Federated Co-ops. Coming up, we hear from AGT Foods President Murad El-Khatib and Premier Scott Moe, Mayor Sandra Masters. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca A third major canola crushing plant has been announced for Regina. Federated Co-ops is building a renewable diesel plant north of the refinery to use canola. A joint venture, $360 million, 1.1 million ton canola crushing plant has been announced with AGT Foods.
AGT Foods President Murad El-Khatib says Saskatchewan has some of the most productive farmland in the world and the plant is an excellent fit for Regina. We benefit from strong communities and farm families who are the backbone of our rural communities and a real economic engine bringing prosperity to the province and making us a world leader in agricultural production. For decades, we've been known as the breadbasket of the world. However, in recent years, we're increasingly being known as the first stop on the protein highway. With food, fuel, feed, and of course fertilizer, we have it all in Saskatchewan. We have what Canada and the world needs and what the world wants. And in addition to the things that Scott shared with respect to the project, we believe that agriculture is at the forefront of many global challenges and is increasingly becoming a part of society's solution to global protein, food, and renewable fuel supplies. Throughout the world, and certainly in Canada as well, there's a demand for quality plant-based protein, environmental stewardship, and cleaner energy. And with the sustainable three-crop rotation in Canada with canola, pulses, and wheat, the fields of Western Canada's farmers are akin to the oil fields of oil-producing nations, but our fields renew annually with each new crop. The fields of canola uh, provide the source for production and renewable fuels. They are renewable themselves and contribute positively to both climate change and carbon-related initiatives while combined with nitrogen-fixing crops like pulses. At the end of the day, these provide great opportunities for local communities. Over the past two decades, AGT has built a significant grain origination network and processing infrastructure and logistical advantages with the largest short-line railway network in Canada running from the heart of the Regina Plains to central Saskatchewan to my hometown of Davidson and in the West Central region, regions that contribute materially to Saskatchewan's agricultural output and Canada's leadership position in agriculture overall. We've built contacts with thousands of producers and combined with the FCL system of a network in 600 communities, bringing our infrastructures together provide great leadership and great opportunities for this project. Simply put, Saskatchewan sector and Western Canadian farmers are the best at growing canola, pulses and wheat to feed the world. And now the same producers will be helping to provide not only renewable energy to our Western Canadian landscape, but a broader economic engine. We also, as we focus on the protein from canola to help fill the increasing demand in the global race for protein to feed a growing middle class and an expanding world population. Our goal at AGT Foods, along with Fairfax Financial, our majority owner, is to continue to build a more diversified company with a focus on growing in the plant-based protein application area while demonstrating strong environmental stewardship. This project with FCL is an important step towards meeting those goals. El-Khatib was asked about competition from other canola-crushing plants announced for Regina by Cargill and Viterra. The opportunity is quite large in, in canola, and with you know, the Premier's uh, you know, views of the economic growth plan, you know, the Regina Plains are, are an, an area that are very reliant, uh, very reliable, I mean, in terms of production. And the short-line railway system that we own that we'll bring together with the co-op system will extend that origination reach all the way out to the west central area of Saskatchewan. You know, running again, uh, renewable fuels and the locomotives that will bring canola 
you know, into the Regina region, uh, into the integrated ag complex. So, you know, a lot of acres of canola, and we're, we're optimistic that the opportunity, you know, here will be differentiated by the integration of the uh, inputs and farm service centers of FCL to the grain origination, processing, the renewable, and also, again, that protein opportunity that we talked about. You know, we're really good at, uh, at protein, and that, again, is part of the vision here, is to up the value of the meal to create even more opportunities for communities. After the break, we hear from Premier Scott Moe and Regina Mayor Sandra Master. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I'm joined right now by J.P. Gervais, Chief Economist with Farm Credit Canada. Farm Credit Canada has put together a list of the five things you need to be on the lookout for here in 2022. Number one was inflation. No surprise, it kind of impacts the entire list that Farm Credit put together. It is more persistent. I'm going to give you that. That's for sure. I mean, I've been on the record saying or expecting that inflation numbers would actually be lower uh, right now than they than they are, and and both in both sides of the border for sure. Um, you know, the thing with inflation, and it it starts with inflation. When you're talking about a five percent, I do think it starts with inflation, and everything else that we're going to be talking about is in one way or the other. I mean, it's tied to inflation. Um, but I mean, for farm operations, if you think at the farm level, even at you know further down the, the supply chain, I I think you know first question I get all the time is what about interest rates, right? And, and um, you're looking at current probabilities of seeing a rate hike in in Canada. So the next meeting of the Bank of Canada is two weeks from almost two weeks, uh, 26 you know, January would be uh, the next meeting, and the probability is around 40 percent. But you you move to the next meeting. And then this is where the markets, financial markets, have, have fully priced in the first hike. Now, up 25 basis points. Uh, by April, you're looking at two hikes. By July, you're looking at 75 basis points. By the end of the year, 2022, 125 basis points. So I, I think it's pretty clear, looking at the yield curve. So we're arguing, like, monitor the yield curve. So what we're saying there is, like, if you look at short-term rates, like a year, a year and, and shorter, um, rates for one-year bonds, which is the cost upon financial institutions. It's something you and I have talked in the past. Um, and that drives interest rates that borrowers pay. Well, that, that year for one year bond is going to buy what, 60, 70 points. You know, so not fully priced 125 basis points, but as the central banks, both in the U.S. and Canada, start raising rates as, as early as maybe you know, a few weeks from now, although I don't, don't believe it, uh, but maybe as early as, as March or April, um, and the markets see, well, you know, this is not taking down inflation. We're going to need more when we're going to see those short term rates also go up. Right. So the bottom line is we're quite, quite confident as a financial institution to tell our customers, Hey, you know, short term rates are going to go up. Now the question that I feel is interesting and we made the point of argue is that we need to monitor is what about long term rates? right now? They're roughly at the same level as pre pandemic. And the, there are two options here. Either the market say, yeah, you know, we noticed that rates have started to move up. And you know what? By the end of the year, 125 basis points probably is going to be enough. You know, rating inflation, we're going to see lower inflation numbers, and everything's going to be good. And then long-term rates are not going to move up. But, and that, you know, if you don't take action now, start looking at rates, you're not losing anything by waiting. 
But the other option is 125 basis points not going to be enough. And, and that's really the question, uh, frankly. I do think that, you know, I'm somewhere in between, right, <laughs> as an economist, but I do think that, you know, it is a good opportunity to see and assess where you are, look at the financial risk, look at the risk of seeing rates go up, both short-term and long-term, and, and, and start maybe just reassessing, you know, if, if, if you have the right strategy when it comes to your loan portfolio. And I think that's the argument with inflation. I think it's been more persistent. I expect it to come down, but it'll take more time. Yeah, we definitely we definitely have eradicated trend, transitory out of our vocabulary uh, on that one. Okay, so two, three, and four, you have supply chain and labor force challenges, supply and demand for key commodities, and then specifically related to meat products, shifting consumer demand for meat. So let, let's cover those. Well, for sure. I mean, supply chains, as I said, everything can be tied to inflation, actually, right? So supply chain uh, disruptions, well, again, good signs, good signals. You know, look at the dry Baltic index, and, you know, that's come down, you know, by you know, three times, I think, from the highs of the late, uh, early, so late summer, early early fall of last year, uh, but still twice, more than twice the level it has it was prior to the pandemic. So it's still, you know, we're still seeing you know cost transportation costs very high now with the new variant, this variant. What it has done is it created lots of different supply or labor supply problems, and you know from anything truck transportation to 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 a lot of different things, and so that's going to keep costs high. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at Real Agriculture. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly cloudy today, 30% chance of flurries, wind southeast 20, the high minus 3. Two centimeters of snow beginning near midnight, risk of freezing rain this evening, blowing snow in open areas before morning and windy, the low minus 11. Tuesday, mainly cloudy, blowing snow in open areas, wind northwest 50, gusting to 80. Temperature falling to minus 20 tomorrow afternoon, wind chill minus 22 in the morning and minus 34 in the afternoon, the low minus 24. Wednesday, sunny with a high minus 20, the low minus 28. Thursday, sunny and milder again with a high of minus 9, evening flurries, the low minus 7. Friday, periods of snow, the high minus 2, the low minus 17. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 12, the low minus 13. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6. Normal high is minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.51 this morning. It sets at 5.26 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now is Maple Creek and Cypress Hills in the southwest corner at plus 8. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay, minus 32. Regina, partly cloudy. It's minus 4, that's 24 Fahrenheit. Estevan, also minus 4. Saskatoon, minus 6. Swift Current, 0. Weyburn, minus 4. Yorkton, minus 11. Winds in Regina with partly cloudy skies, minus 4. It's from the east-southeast to 22. Humidity is 81%. The barometer dropping 100.9. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 4. Winds are from the southeast at 11. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 4. That's 24 Fahrenheit.
Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, mcdougalauctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Premier Scott Moe welcomes today's $2 billion announcement for industry development in Regina. FCL is building an integrated agriculture complex north of the refinery, which will include a renewable diesel facility from crushed canola. A partnership with AGT Foods will see construction of a $360 million, 1.1 million ton canola crushing plant. Premier Moe says the project is important for economic growth in Saskatchewan. This is one of the largest investments that has ever been made uh, in this province, likely the largest investment intentionally made by uh, FCL and AGT uh, together and what uh, an exciting project it is for uh, the people of Saskatchewan. The new canola crux plant is uh, the fifth significant investment that we've seen in this industry uh, over the course of the past uh, year. It's an, it will be and it will join uh, and work in collaboration with a, a new state-of-the-art renewable diesel production facility. And this morning, I can't think of, a, of an opportunity, I can't think of what an opportunity this is actually going to create for Saskatchewan families uh, across the province. Uh, for example, it'll be over 300 um, full-time jobs directly uh, at this plant in the years ahead. About 3,000 construction jobs uh, will be created in the construction of this facility. And, and you just think, as with any investment and ongoing industrial operation like this, of all of the indirect jobs that, that ultimately follow that impact families uh, in our province. Regina Mayor Sandra Masters says agriculture is important for the city's growth. We are really proud of the fact that uh, we've been able to uh, participate and help facilitate this investment coming about. You know, this kind of project brings many opportunities, not just economically, but, uh, and Premier touched on this in terms of sustainability perspective, but also socially. You know, FCL and AGT have been enormously positive community partners. Uh, contributing to the social fabric of our community, um, supporting um, not just really good jobs, but also community initiatives. Regina Mayor Sandra Masters, APAS President Todd Lewis welcomes the announcement of a third canola crushing plant for Regina. I think it will make a big difference as far as, uh, as I say, a new market for for our canola. Uh, Competition is important. This will provide competition and uh, supply and demand, of course. Uh, This will increase demand, so it's it's good news on that side. I think maybe a forgotten part might be uh, the freight that we pay, uh, you know, when we export, put our canola into export position at Fort Lake, Vancouver. It's going to be a lot cheaper to uh, get that uh, those rail cars into Regina. We'll hear more from Todd Lewis tomorrow on today's $2 billion announcement for Regina. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. 
Grain markets are showing a lot of uncertainty at the start of this week. Alan Johnson of Johnson's Grain Marketing at Wellwyn says grain prices have softened somewhat in recent days. Well, you know, everything's just a little softer. The USDA report came out there last week, well, Thursday or whatever, and it just kind of softened up there, especially the wheat. The corn went down a bit. Pulse crops got a little flatter. Like I had 45 cents on red lentils. They went to around 40 cents, 41 cents, and sometimes hard to even get a bid. 64, 65 and large green lentils, maybe more like 60 cents. So that doesn't mean it's going to stay there, but it just took a bit of a dive down, and as, as a lot of things did, barley and wheat. And So we're all kind of sitting here wondering, and the trade I'm phoning people this morning that buy grain through us, and they're, they're just wondering what's going to happen too. So we thought this might stabilize a little bit on Friday. It did not. This morning, I'd say the panic is off, but guys are still trying to figure out what the stuff is worth because the end buyers haven't decided what they're buying. They don't know if this thing is going lower or higher. So we are inundated on Friday and this morning already with calls on barley and feed wheat. It doesn't have to be feed wheat. Like a lot of these guys are selling their number one wheat into the feed market because it's worth more money than the into the elevators as number one or two. So that's the long and the short of the whole story, and that doesn't tell you much, but I don't know much, Jim. So what are the prices for the wheat and barley you're talking about? Well, I still think we could get eight fifty for barley, always depending on location. Freight is a big factor, of course. And I still think we can get 11 maybe 11 and a quarter on wheat, and maybe that thing will creep higher again. I don't know, but for me to phone up right now and buy wheat at 11, 11 and a quarter, or eight fifty barley, it's a little difficult because the end buyers are saying, yeah, it should be worth that, but I, I'm not bidding it yet. I've had four or five calls already this morning here, and I'm just telling the guys that I've got their names and numbers, and I'm calling back, and we get lots of emails, Jim. So the whole marketplace is just in a bit of disarray right now, which is uh, quite unusual. It was impacted so hard by this report. but and then there's always this talk of rain or no rain in South America and how that's affecting things. They were supposed to be going to get rain down there, so that could be part of the USDA report. And Personally, I don't believe too strong... In any of those reports, the USDA report is very political in my mind. Lots of it is very political. In the Stats Canada report, I would say probably 95% of farmers do not tell Stats Canada the actual facts or what their situation is on their farm. So I've been at this for 35 and a half years, and I've learned that these reports basically mean nothing, but they still affect the marketplace. So I just tell guys, sit tight, rub your eyes, and wait it out for a day or two and let things stabilize. But... Right now, there's a lot of people trying to sell their feed wheat, lots and lots of guys trying to sell their wheat. Like, really good number one wheat is feed, and they'll let it rip if I can get them a, a bid. But getting that bid is difficult. So even from the end, the big end users, like I've talked to the hog plants and the livestock people and that, it's just, they're just like everybody else. They don't know what to bid. They don't know what where the market is. Strange situation. Tell me about canary seed and mustard. How are they looking? Mustard is still strong, uh, very strong, because it's in short supply. So it's very, very strong. I bid a dollar fifty-five a pound on some brown mustard last week, and believe it or not, I did not buy it. I think he's going to come back and sell it, but that's it's very strong. Canary seed is well, it's still high. It's still at forty-seven, forty-eight, maybe forty-nine, but it was fifty, fifty-one there a month ago. So guys, are, it's the same old thing happens. They want what it was before, and sometimes it's just hard to get. Sometimes it'll come back to that. We're still not going to grow any more grain here for the next six months, and everybody knows that. So six, seven, eight months before we get a new crop coming in. So it's uh, going to be a long summer. <laughs> going to be a, And there's still unbelievable amounts of grain out there yet. Like We get calls on 100,000. 
guy called me the other day with 170,000 wheat to sell. And believe it or not, he was taking $11, but I, that was last week. I couldn't get it. And that was all good wheat. How's the flax? Well, flax market? is still, it, you know, flax kind of dipped away to under $40 there for a while from most of our buyers. But we've got buyers right now, again, at 41 42 43 again, subject to freight. So we can, it's still strong. It was Friday. Now, unless things have changed this morning, I haven't had a call on flax and I have not made any calls on flax. So had some calls on heated canola. That's a good thing to remind farmers to get out and check your bins. Don't let it heat on you because hardly a day goes by here that we don't get a call on heated canola. And I hate taking those calls. It's just, Cost farmers so much money to have heated canola, especially if it's in a big bin. So I just advise them. We put on the daily ones and I'll check your bins because we don't want to move it, but there's lots of guys out there. We can buy it. Sometimes the elevators and the crushers won't even look at it. So we have rooms, homes for it at fairly decent prices picked up. So if it does happen to you, I hope it doesn't, but if it does, we have homes for it. That's Alan Johnson at Johnson's Grain Marketing in Welwyn. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. Grain prices were reflecting downward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for Durham fell 27.56 at 6.9855. Canola dropped 310 at 9.3642. One red spring wheat went down 441 at 3.9699. The rest unchanged. Feed barley 383.64. Flax 1470.59. Lentils 962.50. Oats, 471.53. Yellow peas, 632.89. And feed wheat, 261.65. U.S. markets closed for Martin Luther King Day at Minneapolis Friday. March spring wheat fell 17 and a quarter cents at 8.78 and a quarter cent a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swiftcurt. We had 350 head on offer last week, mainly cows on offer. D1 and 2 cows were 73 to 79. Young feeding cows, 75 to 85. D3 cows, 60 to 72. Bulls, over 2,000 pounds, were bringing 95 to dollar two. On Thursday, we're selling our first Yearling sorted sale at 9.30, 1,000 head on offer. This has been Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swift Current. Good day and good marketing. The latest pork prices, 171.10 per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Nonprofit groups across Regina are eligible for new funding this year from Farm Credit Canada. FCC is offering a total of $150,000 to various charitable groups in the Queen City. FCC Community Investment Manager Carla Warnica says the agency will provide up to $25,000 for various projects. We're looking for all sorts of different programs that people might be interested in supporting. You know, the FCC Regina Spirit Fund is in place to support local groups with projects that improve the lives of people in our community. So, you know, we have 1,100 employees that are living and working in Regina, and we really want to support the efforts of those many remarkable community groups 
that are working to make our city a better place to live. The application period is open from now until January 31st. Every year, FCC also offers $1.5 million in financial support to rural nonprofit groups. On the markets, the TSX is up 184 points to 21,542. The Dow has fallen 201 points to 35,911. Oil has gained 34 cents to 83.64 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 34 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.91 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.